So big day today, big news last night, not on the field, but boy, the White that Sox is ridiculous. continue to... Uh, they, they're c- relevant continue? for all the wrong reasons, well, is that it? I think alienate the fan base would be the first uh, general mm-hmm. way to refer to it. The news about them contemplating a move out of guaranteed rate field is interesting. Is interesting. Crane's Chicago business, Greg Hines with the report. Yeah. Very, very interesting stuff. Nashville? <laughs> is well, that interesting? There's always got to be the threat of an of an oh, yeah. alternate city. Yes. All of a sudden, it's 19... St. Petersburg not available? 1988 again in Chicago. Oh. Well, St. Pete's got their team now. Oh, I know. Yeah. History is fast yeah. forward. And that now, building's fantastic, too, for them. You know, I understand the realities of the lease expiring in six years. I understand why Jerry Reinsdorf would consider selling this team at this time. I just don't know why it all has to be out there now in the midst of everything else. Don't you feel like... Because you should sell at like the worst possible time. You should try <laughs> to get the least amount of value when you can. It just, it just seems so, such a, like, piling on. Like, okay, Sox fans. Here's the thing. The dysfunction's not enough. The losing isn't enough. Let's consider, you know, the South Side without a, without a team. Yeah. He, he, you know, Jerry, God rest his, uh, his life, he's still with us. He said that, um, he said when he bought the team that he felt that, that sports franchises were a public trust. You know, I think we all feel that way. But he, he remembered the Dodgers leaving Brooklyn when he was a young man. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, now he wants to go through that idea. Now, that, now that's being floated to try to, you know, Jim Thompson's not around. So who can you, who can you influence? What, uh, what power peddler can you influence and scare away? Let's just use that one. I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, this, I, I don't have a ton of enthusiasm for the White Sox right now. They also clarified that their meetings, oh, that happens after every uh, internal internal interviews, that happens after every bad year. Well, that that's kind of the point is that if you were wanted to find a way to distract people from what's really going on there. Threaten to and, leave. Yeah, threaten, threaten to leave or or leak this kind of information that they're considering their options. Six years Six years before the lease yeah. expires. That's really good planning, by the way. Well, the, you know, the Bears are kind of doing the same thing, right? When, when does their lease expire? Well, but it's, it's a lot different scenario. I mean, their lease doesn't expire until 2033, so they're a decade ahead. But they have the smallest they, building in the National Football They have the smallest League. building, and they, had an, and they had an opportunity at Arlington Heights to buy that land exactly. and to consider taking advantage of of a business opportunity to own their own stadium. Yes. The White Sox have one of the sweetest deals with stadiums but in Major League Baseball. But it's running out. So they need to figure out a way to get a bigger sweetheart deal. And maybe that's at Soldier Field. Maybe that maybe the maybe this is connected. The Bears leaving gives an opportunity. Um a lot of games for the park district to contemplate. A lot of games to co- to contemplate a lot of reconfiguration to do to the structure itself, I would think, to make it into yeah, how do you do a that? baseball facility. It's, it's very difficult to envision without talking to people who are, are they the in that business. I, they still doing the dome? 
if they do, that's still going to cost <laughs> the city a lot of money for a structure that's already, uh, you know, still $600 million yeah, left. That's right. So there are a lot of complications. That's why it's, it seems like with as much as ground as there is to cover in terms of the details, it does come across as a bit of a distraction. Nothing. You know, Look at this because you don't want to look at that and everything else. How will they ever concentrate on rolling out 34-year-olds if, uh, yeah. Or I I guess, who's the the relief pitcher? That guy's 35. Uh, I don't know, but last night, Tukey got torched. Oh, Tukey. I'm worried now about next year's rotation. (laughs) We had planned on Tukey in the last couple outings. No Gouda. Well, there's the losing, there's the overhaul, and now there's the stadium issue. And I think those three things are different types of problems, but the relocation slash stadium issue is the one that's going to dominate conversation today and maybe from a big picture perspective, distract people from what really should be going on there, which is contemplating real change with the White Sox organization. And maybe the more people talk about this, the less they will talk about that. Yeah. I I mean, you, that's even a conspiracy too far for me. I, I just think, are they that clever that they're going to start just using moving as a distraction? I don't think it's clever. I, I, I think I, it's. I think it would take clever. I mean, they're listen. You know, have your have your internal interviews and then do something. And and you know, again, I know John Heyman used the term scuttlebutt, and it, it meant. That I think he described it as someone told someone who told someone who told someone. Like, it, I get it. It's not like it's coming from uh, the inside the organization, but they released that for some reason. Well, to make it look like they sat up and took notice. To Bob this. Nightingale reported that they're yeah. doing internal interviews to right. talk about the future. John Heyman yesterday kind of seconded that by saying scuttlebutt, and then the White Sox called the beat reporters together before. Monday night's game, say, hey, hey, nothing to see here. Right. This is business as usual whenever we stink. <laughs> so I guess that. How many of those meetings then have they been having? I, a lot. Do you have, let me ask you, do you have the exit interviews or whatever you want to call them, the, the uh, internal interviews, do you have those when you finish 500, when you're supposed to be in a pennant race? Well, the Cubs aren't having those interviews. No, no. I'm do asking, you, did the Sox have these last year? No, I don't think Why so. Not? They should have. They were in the midst of thinking they were still going to contend for a playoff spot. They still had Tony Larusa here when they thought that it would be something that this is that they've got to salvage something from this opportunity. No, I I would be very surprised if this was business as usual last year when they were you know, still struggling and looking like a team that didn't belong in the playoffs. I think this was a convenient explanation to try to. You know, stave off the speculation. Like you know, nothing to see here, guys. Nothing to see here. Mm. And and if you're you know in, in the midst, if you're used to taking things at face value while covering the White Sox, you probably nodded your head and said, "Okay, fine." <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, the whole thing is is pretty. It's it's surprising because it is like a big deal if they were to pack up and leave the, the South side if they were going to leave Chicago, obviously. And and I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, but I would like this to get better. No doubt about it. it. It still can get better. They still can, you know, change the course and the direction 
of this franchise in this offseason once this year ends mercifully, whenever it does. The, the first day of the offseason should be one of celebration because the White Sox can do what teams do in this situation, what franchises are forced to do in this situation, start over. They, they definitely started that process at the trade deadline. Molly, I think that you, you know, as a Sox fan, might feel like they got some prospects that give you, yeah, I don't want to say hope, but they certainly were, they got a good haul for what they traded. Yes. In return. Now, will all of those pan out? No, but that's the direction you go when, when things fall short of your expectations, like they have, you know, t- with the White Sox in a very loud way. But I, I, I don't know if they're even, you know, going to acknowledge that. I don't know what's next, but it is something they can, they can get out of this hole they've dug for themselves. But I just don't know if they, you know, you have to acknowledge you're in it first. Yes, yes. I, I, I mean, listen, we'll talk about it. it. It's just exhausting, the, the kind of soap opera that is the White Sox, right? I mean, the, you know, the whole a lot of drama. Of- lack of culture thing and all the players who left bad mouthing them. And I'll tell you something else. Like if people do well when they leave, what does that tell you? When you see Lance Lynn do as well as he is, and obviously he's not, he's, he's kind of changed his style of pitching. The Dodgers have told him what they want. And lo and behold, the guy is healed. Suddenly that doesn't reflect well on the organization. It, it doesn't. Doesn't reflect reflect well on the pitching coach. Well, it doesn't, especially Dallas Keuchel going into the seventh with a oh, perfect game on Sunday. Was that unbelievable? That wasn't great either. That was almost comical. I, I will say this about For Lance For the Twins. It, it does look like Lance Lynn benefited from a change of scenery. Number one, he's got a really good team behind him defensively. Number two, he looks more invested himself. Yes. He looks like, okay. No question. I have, I have second life. I have a second wind. I'm I'm rejuvenated yeah. this season. The I, old warhorse got a sniff of the finish line. All of a sudden, he's a different cat. He's, and that's on him. That totally is now, on I, him. I'm not absolving the White Sox and Ethan Katz, but it does seem to be like you leave Chicago and something happens, and boy, the light goes on, and, and you're seeing guys have success they didn't have here. That said, I mean, it is, it is difficult and tiresome because the Sox, right. most of – the drama, most of the things that draw our attention are things that are off the field shenanigans.